0: Hey there, and welcome to the Ace Talks Language podcast. I'm glad you're here to embark on this journey with me. Um, this is my first podcasting episode, so we'll see how this goes. Um, today is an introductory episode. So in this episode, I want to let you know who I am, why I'm starting this podcast, and what you can expect to find in the podcast episodes, which are to come. Um, first of all, this podcast is generally speaking, is going to be a language language learning and linguistics podcast. So, I suppose those are the kind of topics which we're going to be broaching in this podcast. Um, but uh, before I get into that in detail, I think it's probably a good idea to let you know who I am. Who is this guy talking to you over the internet? So, I'm Ace and I'm a language enthusiast. I study languages. I enjoy um, speaking to other people in languages, and I also like thinking about linguistics and language-related concepts generally. But um, by educational background, I'm an engineering student. So, and I actually think this is worth mentioning because I really believe that if you learn something and really learn it, like you really understand it and you engage with it in depth, becomes a part of you in the sense that it influences how you understand the world and it provides you with another lens through which you can view the world. So I think throughout the course of this podcast, you'll get some glimpses of the engineering student in me, maybe through the metaphors I use or the um, hopefully unique and interesting perspective that I might bring to some language learning related concepts. Um, Another part of my life which is really uh, has been a big part of my life for about a decade is athletics and running and cross country. So, um, back in my heyday, I here in Australia, I won a couple of national championships and set a few national records in middle distance running events and relays. Um, but like I said, that was in my heyday for the past couple of years, I've been injured and that's been really challenging for me. Um, but nevertheless, uh, having lived a kind of elite athlete lifestyle for many years and having trained um, that way has it, that influences you in quite a profound way. Um, so you might find that a lot of my language learning related uh, techniques and my way of looking at language learning in many in many ways might link back to being an athlete. So for example, A lot of people are familiar with the concept of language plateaus. When you're a beginner and you're just starting out with a language, that's often associated with rapid progress. It's almost like no matter what you do, you're going to improve a lot. Um, But what happens to a lot of people is once they get to the intermediate stage, um, they plateau, meaning their rate of progress uh, decreases or stagnates. And actually, in running, there are similar things which can happen. You can get a lot of fitness gains right at the beginning. um, But after you've gained a certain amount of fitness, the law of diminishing returns dictates that uh, it's going to be harder and harder to improve. Um, But in the running world, we have uh, calculated and clinical ways of dealing with, with this problem and providing new training stimulus and ways to ensure that you're getting the most out of your body and your body is constantly being optimized to um, be at at its athletic best. So throughout the course of this podcast, you'll probably um, find me injecting a lot of um, my knowledge and experience in running and being an athlete into uh, language learning concepts and maybe hopefully providing much like with my engineering background, a unique and interesting perspective on language problems and language concepts. Um, All of that being said, so I've got an engineering background or kind of science background and I'm an athlete. Um, I'm also a language learner. So that's probably the most relevant thing. I um, studied French for many years and recently I've started um, Spanish and Chinese and I'm an English native speaker. By this point, you can probably hear my accent um, I'm an Australian, I'm from Melbourne, Australia, so my native language is English, um, but yeah, French is my second language, Spanish, I suppose, my third language, and I've, I'm an absolute beginner in Chinese. Um, but I thought it would be cool to share a little bit of my journey with French with you because a lot of my, all, almost all of my language, second language acquisition experience comes through my acquisition of French, because that's the one I've been learning for the longest. And essentially, all, all, most of my language learning techniques have been born out of my experience with French. They've had to be modified because you can't Im- uh, employ the exact same toolkit and expect it to be effective with uh, completely different languages. But nevertheless, um, the kind of foundations were laid during my study of French. So what's my journey with French? Um, I started learning French in primary school, actually. Um, I think in, I started primary school when I was four, but I didn't start French straight away. I was a couple of years into primary school when I started French. Um, that being said, though, uh, my French sucked for a long time. Um, I, I studied French all the way through primary school. I studied French in the first couple of years of high school, but then what happened was in year nine, which is about halfway through high school, I changed schools and I arrived at my new school essentially to find out that my French was the worst in the entire year level. I went into a French class at this new school and essentially I couldn't follow the standard curriculum that everyone was following because I was that far behind. I, I was put... Well, actually... I should say I wasn't the worst in the year level. I was probably the the equal worst. I should probably say I should probably say equal least proficient. Um, because there was one other girl who was doing this with me. But I arrived at my new school and I couldn't conjugate present tense indicative verbs, meaning I couldn't say things like I am, you are, he is, um femme bref um, I sucked. My French sucked, and I couldn't say anything useful. I didn't even know the basics, and that's quite shocking. I mean, <laughs> I'd studied French for years at school, and I had learned essentially nothing. Um, but then what happened was I had a really good French teacher. I became interested in learning French. I started doing things outside of class, and I started catching up to. I started catching up to the other students. And then, for the final, for my final two years of high school, I did a program called the International Baccalaureate, or the IB. And I took uh, French B standard level. So essentially, I studied French in my last couple of years of high school, and my uh, graduating diploma, I did French. Um, But in year ten, which is the third final year of high school, it's it's the year before starting um, starting IB. I decided that I was going to do something really audacious and set myself the goal of getting the perfect IB score. And in IB, the perfect score is a 45 and it involves getting a perfect score for every subject and 0.05% of students who take the IB end up getting that score. So um, you understand what I mean <laughs> when I say it was an audacious goal. Um, um, but I didn't just set the goal. I started thinking, well, how can I achieve this goal? What do I have to do? I've got two years and I'm going to set out, set out on this mission. And I realized that out of all of the subjects which I wanted to do, French was probably the subject which was going to let me down, meaning French was the weakest subject of the lot because I, I was doing maths, physics, chemistry, psychology, English literature, those kind of subjects. Um, and French, out of all those subjects, was the one I was thinking, okay, here is going to be my downfall. And so I made it my mission to, in year 11, learn the language. I said, well, I don't need to worry about the French course per se. How hard can a language course be if you actually is fluent in the language? So I went and did my research and I, I thought about, okay, how am I going to pro- approach this? And um, to make a long story short, what happened was I got a ton of comprehensible input. What I would do is I'd wake up in the morning before school, um, maybe 6 or 6.30, somewhere around then, and I would be going through my morning routine, getting ready for school, and I'd be listening to French. I'd be listening to French podcasts, French audio, French YouTubers, um, that kind of thing, and I'd be foam rolling in the morning because that was that was for my athletics, and while I was doing that, I was listening to... French audio, and then I had a one-hour commute to school um, via bus. So, what I'd do is I'd sit or stand on the the bus um, with my headphones in, and I'd be listening to French podcasts on the way to school. Then at school, I'd attend my French class, and then on the way home from school or on my way home from training after school, I'd also be listening to French. So I was getting, I was listening to to so much French during year eleven, my second last year of high school. Um, sometimes I'd be getting upwards of three hours of listening a day just by doing that. It was insane, and um, all of this culminated in by the end of IB, I ended up getting a score, a perfect score in French and a perfect score in IB. So, it was a success story, and that's that's something I'm really proud of and something I'm really happy about. Um, but I want to put it in context. I went from arriving at my high school being the worst French student in the school to then duxing the subject and duxing in the whole academic program, which essentially means I, I got the highest result. Um, and actually, the the French score... I don't I don't want to go on about this for too long actually so I'll 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 just mention this one last thing because I think it's kind of funny. Um the French program ran ran over 2 years and that means um and the final score was out of 100 and then that score out of 100 was converted to 7. But basically at the end of the program after 2 years of assessments I had a 99 out of 100 final score for French. And I still remember the mark which I dropped. I still remember the exam. It was a reading comprehension exam and there was one multi-choice question which I did. I made, I made the fatal fatal mistake which you should never make in an exam. I thought about with, all, with the extra time I had, I spent it all thinking about this one multiple choice question I was a little bit confused about. And at the last minute, I changed my answer. So that haunts me to this day. Um, yeah, but anyway, I've, I've, I've studied languages and I've got a fair bit of experience studying languages and, um, I really enjoy it. And so that's what this podcast is about. I do a lot of thinking about languages. I study languages a lot. And, um, I also like thinking about language, um, itself in its structure. And that kind of is more the linguistic side of language. So I spend a lot of time thinking about those things and uh doing those things and i want to share it with people because um i've got a passion for this subject and i want to um have discussions with people about it um also i part of language is is essentially taking your thoughts and emotions and verbalizing them that is taking what you're feeling and thinking and putting it into words and i think that's a really valuable skill and i think this podcast will force me to do that so i think that's that's going to be really useful It'll be a useful project. Um, also, it's an excuse to meet other interesting people. Um, and, I, and I really mean that. I'm hoping on this show that I'll be able to have uh, guests on the show where um, we chat about things like their own language learning experience and their linguistic background where they grew up um, and their cultural background. Um, but also, I have, I have a dream. I have a dream for this podcast that one day we'll be able to get... Um, academic linguists on, and we'll talk about really complicated linguistic linguistics concepts in an accessible way for people. So I have I have a big dream for this podcast. I hope it's going to grow and it's going to become something really, really fantastic. Um, which brings me to what can you expect to find in the podcast? What what am I going to talk about in the episodes, and what is what is the episode structure going to be? Um, so I think. As of right now, at the outset, this is what I'm kind of thinking. I'm thinking some episodes will be solo episodes, where it's just me talking to you guys directly, um, and some episodes will be episodes with guests. Um, I I imagine and anticipate that there will be um, quite a few of both types of episodes, but in the solo episodes, I think what a lot of episodes will be is I'll take a language-related idea or thought and... Um, so this is, this is to say interest, things I find interesting about language and think other people might find interesting about language and linguistics ideas. And I'll just try to get my teeth into it and I'll really explore the concept and talk to you guys about it. And I'll do some research uh, about that topic and I'll distill all of this information that I've gathered down into something which is a compact podcast episode where you can um, get a taste of a really interesting linguistics field or topic or a language-related idea and um, just just enjoy it. Um, I mean, an example is I think there's this really fantastic concept which I often think about um, and it's I suppose the fallibility of language um meaning language isn't perfect, and I sometimes I really wonder, is it possible that some human thoughts and emotions can't be perfectly encoded in language, meaning, um, is language an imperfect medium of communication? Are there, th- are there some things that we can't communicate through language? Um, and I like to articulate it this way. This is the kind of engineer in me, I suppose. Um, I like to think that the better, the, the more competent we become as speakers of a language, the closer we approach being able to articulate our thoughts and emotions perfectly via language, but we'll never be able to actually reach it Um, We'll never reach that that ideal where we'll actually be able to communicate to someone exactly what we're feeling and exactly what we're thinking. And sometimes, in order to be able to communicate that feeling or thought, we go we use other means like touch and intimacy and art, like music and um, painting. Um, So the the way the a mathematician would say it, we asymptotically approach being able to say um, communicate exactly what we're thinking and feeling. Um, so there'll be things like that, which you can look forward to. Um, also there'll be episodes where I just talk directly to you guys about my own language learning experience right now. And, um, the kind of how I'm going in my language study and the things which I'm learning from my own experience that I think might be useful for other people. And, um, For my fellow language learners, I hope that'll give you someone to relate to and maybe even a little bit of motivation um, because sometimes language learning can be a a little bit of a, um, let's say, self-driven thing where you're kind of studying on your own and you encounter these challenges and sometimes you kind of doubt yourself and you doubt whether you'll be able to achieve your goals, Um, but I'm hoping that if you have someone like me uh, who's Telling you this is what they what the challenges they're facing right now. This is um, they're sucking over here, and they they didn't they didn't hit their schedule, and this is really hard. And this is how they overcame that problem. Then maybe you will have a partner on your own language learning journey. Um, and also, I'll be doing a lot of reporting and reviewing. And by that I mean I read a lot of language. Um, Language content, and so what I'll do is with all of the language-related content that I'm reading, like academic articles or books and um, things of that nature, I'll take them. I'll take them all. I'll synthesize them, and I will present them to you in a way which I think it will allow you to um, get the most bang for your buck. Meaning, you'll be able to get the most value out of um, the shortest period of time. So that might come in the form of book overviews and reviews, or just discussions of various articles and things like that. Um, also, there'll be some episodes with guests. I've I briefly mentioned this before, but I want to have other language learners on the show where we talk about um, we talk about their own language le- learning experience in a way where maybe we can learn some things and get some tips and um, tricks, but also um just hear other language learners stories i think i think that can be really valuable just to realize that we're all on on these journeys and well, we can have companions you know we're not we're not doing this on our own we're, when we have challenges and we really struggle um we're not the only ones who have to face these things and i think that could be um really beneficial but then also when talking about their language learning Um, story Uh, I also hope that we'll be able to kind of talk about the culture in which they live and the linguistic background they grew up in because I think that'll be really fascinating you know I want to talk to people from all around the world Um, and also like I mentioned you know one day I have a dream that we'll have um, linguistic linguists on the show where we can talk about um, academic things in a in a popular accessible way Um, that's all I want to that's all I want to say for this introductory episode. I mean, it's already quite long. Um, I didn't anticipate it being this long, but I suppose that's how long it takes to kind of get through what I wanted to chat about. Um, I do want to end by saying I'm new to podcasting. I'm totally new to this world. So i will become a better podcast host and producer as we go. And uh, I hope you'll, I think the expression is "I, I, I hope you'll bear with me as I, I get better at doing this. Um, so, yeah, that's all, that's all I want to say for today, and uh, I hope that you are as excited as I am about this, this adventure that we're going to embark on, and um, I'll see you in the next episode.